Hey everyone, happy Wednesday. I am so glad that you tuned in to today's podcast episode because I have my friend Amy Gendron on who is an acupuncture physician, a Czech practitioner, and also the president of Florida Field Hockey, which is where I met her and I absolutely adore her and thank her because she is someone that really helped me through my first pregnancy with Sienna when I had headaches and some pain in my lower back and then also just getting the labor process going because I was about, I don't even know, four to six days overdue. So she just really is so talented. She is based here in Orlando, Florida. Her passion for health and just for field hockey just really comes out into our conversation. She studied under traditional Chinese medicine, homeopathy, I hope I say that right, and also corrective holistic exercise kinesiology. So I hope you just learned something from today's conversation like I did when I was able to sit down and talk with her. So, all right, here we go. Let's do this. there, friend. Welcome to the Healthy Balance Podcast, where we talk about all things health and have real, raw conversations to encourage you and keep you balanced in your everyday life. My name is Allison Gianmore, and I'm a teacher, mom, and someone who is passionate about living in a healthy way. This podcast is to encourage you and give you tips to help you live a full and energetic life in this world. You ready to do this? All right, let's go. All right, Amy, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited that you're here because this has been like months <laughs> in the plan for sure. Um, so welcome. On Thank the show. you. You're Thank welcome. You. So a little bit about Amy is that when I moved to Florida, I think I just like I Googled field hockey teams because I just wanted to get back into playing. I played on um, an adult league in Virginia, and I was like, okay, let's see what Florida has because it's not a common sport down here at all. So um, long story short, it led me to some kind of random website, which was a team in Florida, but I think you contacted me. I don't I don't remember for sure. I think you came through USA Field Hockey. Okay. I think you had found a team but there wasn't really like right, any, the grasshoppers anything behind yeah. it. Yeah. And so then you contacted USA Field Hockey and they said, "No, here's who you want to talk to." Yeah. And that's how we Yeah, met. and so I just remember driving to Eckerd College mm-hmm. and it was like you and I think Christy and maybe like one or two other girls and I think we were just playing and and doing like some drills or whatever, but Long story short, like that was so fun because that led us to more practices. And I think I did two tournaments with you guys in Charlotte and Atlanta. So it's been really fun. And then just like hanging out with you and talking with you, um, you have just someone that I didn't really know what you did at first. But then I kept hearing like one of the girls talk about going to you, getting cup is a cupping yeah cupping or whatever and just all these things I was like this is so cool and then I really went to when I was pregnant and I was like okay I'm having some pain here help me and and then I was a couple days overdue with Sienna so I was like okay I think she can help me get this baby moving in and out so anyways tell the listeners a little bit about who you are and like growing up and how you got here Sure. So um, I'm from upstate New York, which is where the field hockey part comes from. You're right. There's not mm-hmm. a lot down here. Um, we're trying to change that. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm from upstate New York, small town called Johnstown, and they kind of have like a legacy field hockey program. Um, so they've won several state championships, that sort of thing. 
And um, when I graduated, like a lot of the towns up there, there's just no opportunity. So um, I came down to Florida and I've moved in and out of the state and I just seem to really like it here in Winter Park. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So I just came over for a session of acupuncture. So I guess, what would you call yourself? Acupuncturist? Acupuncturist? (laughs) (laughs) Or like, what's like your official title? Acupuncturist is perfectly fine. Um, The state of Florida calls us acupuncture physicians because we're direct, uh, like primary care. So meaning you don't need a referral to see them because in other states you do. And so you have to get a referral from like your MD or something like that to get the care. But we're, you know, direct care. So they call us primary care, which is not the same as a PCP, but you get the idea. So it's just, you can go right to an acupuncturist, make an appointment. So how did you get into that? Like, what was like, what piqued your interest and then you? Yeah, to be honest with you, I mean, I don't like needles. It's not something I never wanted to do it. I didn't want it to work, but um, I had a neck injury and it's probably from playing field hockey for so long. It's a very one side dominant sport. Um, so I had this neck injury and one of my friends said, you need to go see Dr. Sun because the medication that the doctor gave me didn't work. Um, in fact, they told me that if I came into the ER saying that, you know, the pain was as it was, they think I was a pill seeker Mm -hmm. and I didn't, I'm like you, I don't like to take drugs or anything like that. So I, I needed something and they didn't give me anything. So, um, anything that worked. So I went and saw this doctor in Atlanta, Georgia, and um, he knocked my pain out. And then I said, okay, like, how about my allergies? How about my menstrual cramps? How about anxiety? You know, like all kinds of things and everything. He just took care of it. So um, it became my, like, really go-to form of medicine. And then um, I'm just one of those people that's very curious and wanted to know how and why it was working when other things didn't and why I didn't know about it. Mm -hmm. So as I started looking, um, you start getting those, you know, uh, ads on your computer, study Chinese medicine. (laughs) And that's how I got into it. Oh man. Okay. So then tell the listeners a little bit about acupuncture, like what it is, where it comes from. And you said like, you know, people use it with a variety of different mm-hmm. um, symptoms or whatever, but just yeah. give us like the basics of acupuncture. Sure. So it's, I mean, it's a form of medicine all on its own. It's been around for thousands of years, whereas, you know, Western allopathic medicine that we think of has only been around for a couple hundred. And um, so it's, you know, where, what I studied comes from Asia. It's mm-hmm. known to be um, from Chinese origin. Um, there is some sort of uh, debate on whether that's the case or not, but it's a natural form of medicine. So similar to Ayurveda in India, these natural um, medicines were just there to keep people supported and healthy through the challenges of, you know, that time frame. Yeah. And, and those um those challenges kind of come into modern reality as well. And so, like I mentioned, allergies and that kind of stuff, we still deal with that. Yeah. So, um, so that's where it comes from. I studied here in Florida, but I did go to China to study. And I was going to ask you that. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yep. That's awesome. What's really nice about it there is they haven't um, segregated the two. So it's a, it's an integration. Like okay. they actually have herbal medicines in their hospitals and they can do infusions like through an IV, Okay. which is, amazing the things that they can help with okay that's so weird because i was actually just thinking about i was just telling someone i was like i would love to go to china maybe not now but like just Mm -hmm. to be into that holistic like the yoga and the meditation i think that'd be so cool so you did do that i did do that how long were you there we were there um i want to say it was maybe like 
three weeks. Okay. We did an externship. It was in my senior year of acupuncture school. And um, what's really cool is like the yoga you don't see. Okay. But what you see is mostly in the elderly population. They're doing Tai Chi in the, in yes. the parks. Yes. Every day. Wow. And so they have like a little like stereo speaker out there and they're all just in this like yeah. sort of synchronized yeah. movement and pe- you can just walk up and join. Like there is no That's fee. So cool. It's just, it's something they do to keep their bodies moving. Right. And, um, the smell of Chinese herbs kind of emanates from all the clinics that are just there. It's, it's like I said, it's very integrated into their life. That's really awesome. Okay, cool. Okay. So a question before I ask the next one is, do you ever get nervous when you do acupuncture on someone, like you're, if you like poke them the wrong way, like any of those kind of feelings or anything like that, or even when you first started. Oh, oh yes, for okay. sure. When you first start, you're, I mean, I, I'm like, shoot, those are needles. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I have such a profound respect for the human body. And yeah. it's like, you're, I don't take it lightly when I put a needle in, right? you know? Yeah. But, um, but no, I mean, at this point in time, I've been doing it long enough. I know where I'm going. It's yeah. not like I'm going to hurt anybody. Right. And sometimes the points might feel a little tender, right. but I mean, they're fine. It's yeah. not like I'm I'm not hitting nerves. It's, that's not the intention. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like I said, we met through field hockey mm-hmm. and then I found out like that you had your little practice in St. Petersburg and that's when I went to you and I've never done acupuncture before and I honestly was like super scared of like, <laughs> needles too because I was like, do you feel those? But you really don't unless it's just like, I don't know, sometimes it's like uncomfortable, but right. for the most part, you really don't feel it. So um, talk to us about your practice now here in the Orlando area. So why did you decide, like, what's the reasoning that you decided to open your own practice um, behind it? And like, what is your favorite things about it? All sure. That? So I was splitting my time between St. Pete and Winter Park because of field hockey. Right. The reason I first started going to St. Pete was field hockey. And I said, oh, there's a clinic here I can practice in. So how about now I can expense it? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, expense my habit. Exactly. So um, so that was that. But then, as you know, we started practicing more over in the Orlando area. So kind of aligning with where I was living. And I truly love Winter Park. So um, just kind of pulling everything together here. And then I opened my practice. Um, I moved out of practicing in somebody else's practice um, in 2020 because of COVID. And so it really just kind of became um, essential that um, th- I knew I could help people. Mm-hmm. You know, treating viruses is the first thing we learn in Chinese medicine. And so um, not everybody was comfortable with that same sort of, you know, fierce, go get it approach. Right, yeah. And so, um, opening my own practice where I could just say, no, I'm here. If you're sick, let me help you. Right. So yeah. that's kind of what was the catalyst. Nice. Okay. So what do people usually come to see you for? Like what's usually the main thing? Is it just to kind of stay, I don't know. I don't want to say stay healthy, but yeah, no, you that, know? that is like a lot of people just know that everything functions better when they're doing acupuncture. Um, So whether they come in for pain, whether they come in for allergies, whether they come in for pregnancy symptoms, um, I do a lot of cosmetic acupuncture. So people come in just to like look and feel great. Mm -hmm. So there's a million different reasons. And like I said, it is a system of medicine on its own. So um, there's really not much we can't treat effectively. And um, yeah, I mean, people will just use it for 
uh, all their ailments really yeah. and just to optimize their health yeah okay so I just had my session which I love because it's like kind of like a free 30 minute nap after yeah. you get all the needles in and stuff but I love the rolly the thing gua sha yes and the cupping can you talk to us a little bit about mm-hmm. that like what are the benefits of that um and I'm guessing you put some kind of oil on yeah. it correct yeah okay so um, what I did with you and um, for the listeners is just uh, I put a little bit of oil on her neck and on her face, and then I used a silicone cup to open up any restriction because we are starting to get into allergy season around here. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of people are suffering from congestion, and when you do the cupping, it just kind of releases the restriction around there so somebody can breathe better and they can irrigate their sinuses Um more effectively so if they're using like a neti pot or something Mm -hmm. like that it's just it's much more effective and you're releasing the pressure that can cause like a sinus headache yeah um and then on the neck part of it it's really to kind of help clear the eustachian tubes and get the lymphatic system to clear out stuff that we're breaking down yeah um okay and the oils like are you a big essential oils person um (laughs) in certain cases yes in some cases no um i use them a little bit more prescriptively so for instance like on you i didn't use an essential oil um but uh but you can use specific ones like eucalyptus is really great for clearing the sinuses and that type of thing lavender everybody knows is just a nice relaxing um oil and then you know there's there's some that i have that are a little bit more potent for like if somebody's battling like a virus or something like that yeah okay so if someone i don't know what are some of the first things the first signs or maybe i don't know what the word would be like that someone would should try acupuncture Mm -hmm. like what would you suggest like after some kind of medicines are not working or like kind of like that's how most people come in okay that is really what happens is there there's things that western medicine does not have a cure for right like menstrual pain yes allergies like other than taking medication so you can take like a mitol or an ibuprofen but that's going to destroy your liver over time and um you know, for allergies, people take antihistamines all the time mm-hmm. and not realizing, like, if they're trying to conceive or something, you're drying mucus throughout your whole system. So guess what? Your vaginal mucus, yeah. which is where yeah. you need, you know, um, the implantation to occur with a certain mucosal consistency, it's yeah. not going to be there. Yeah. So I never even thought of that. Yeah. You won't believe how many people have gotten pregnant just by saying, okay, stop eating dairy and then get off your antihistamines oh, because wow. the dairy is going to create the mucus okay. that then you have to take the antihistamine for. Okay. And, you know, it's not that I think dairy is bad all the time. It's just, like, strategically use it. Okay. So, anyway. I was going to say, do you, like, besides, like, acupuncture and stuff, like, do you help people with, like, their nutrition part? Yeah. Like, that kind of stuff? So, Actually, like acupuncture is only one form of Chinese medicine. There's like an umbrella that covers all the things. Okay. So there's acupuncture, there's the cupping, gua sha, which is the scraping yes, thing that I that. did. <laughs> um, and then um, there's the herbs. So that okay. would be the herbology. Yes. There's the tai chi, which is the movement piece of it. And then qigong, which is more of like a like an energetic mm-hmm. um, training. And um, the food therapy would be the next part. And so... Um, that's using food as medicine and so that's where like hey stay off of dairy yeah. because it creates thick yes you know sticky yeah. stuff in the body yeah. okay what else um because i know like when i visited you back in 2020 you gave me a lot of um 
herbs and oils and things that I was dealing with to help. So do you like sell that yeah. here at your office? Oh yeah. I haven't showed you, but in the back there's a, I have a whole raw herb apothecary. Okay. So it's nice because you can actually custom make herbs for people. Yeah. And so, you know, depending on what they have going on, depending on their allergies, depending on their taste, like one of the herbs is licorice that okay. we use a lot in Chinese yeah. medicine. I hate licorice. So do I. <laughs> I'm like, don't put licorice in anything. Yeah. I don't care how good it is for me. Like, you have to find something different. And so you can do that when you custom make yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So talk to me about maybe one of, like, the craziest stories that you had in your practice here in the last couple of years. Okay. So when I first started in practice, I had a woman who came into me, and um, she had had this back pain that was... Um, interesting, let's just say. And so her daughter, like, she quite frankly couldn't afford to get to get acupuncture treatments mm-hmm. out of pocket. And so um, her daughter bought her a gift certificate, and um, this woman would get this, this back pain that would last for like a week or so every year at the same time. And wow. so, again, this doesn't make sense in Western medicine. There's right. no reason. It's not like the weather conditions are the same or she's doing the same activities every, you know, every yeah. year at the same time. So I'm asking her questions, kind of going through the um, Chinese medicine diagnostic checkpoints, and um, it becomes really clear to me that it was the birth of her daughter. And so it was her daughter's birthday when she bought her this gift certificate. But here's the thing, and you know this as you've given birth, things don't go according to plan. Right. And um, unfortunately, there was a lot of medical bullying that took place in her in her birth okay. and things were forced on her. And, um, so she was given an epidural without having it be explained to her, which of course, like you're numb, you yeah. can't move. Yeah. There are yeah. all kinds of, um, things that were just really forced upon her. And, um, I don't know if it was in the States or if she was somewhere else. Um, but anyway, the point is, is that she would get this back pain and it was where they inserted the epidural. Wow. And so she would, so anyway, so we're having this conversation and we kind of uncover it. And as I ask the question and she gets to it, she realizes it. And she said, oh, my God. And I said, yeah, like, you know, and I get goosebumps every time yeah. I talk about these things because it's just unbelievable. All she needed to do was be seen, heard, and then have some, like, healing touch around the area right. that was so abused. And, um, you know, I didn't see her after that. So I have to hope that she didn't need it. Yeah. Um. And even if she did need it, I hope that it's something that she could sit in stillness and just kind of process on her own. But um, that was an interesting case. That is crazy. So I've had um, Dr. Stacey Robinson. She has a practice downtown, and she's more of like the holistic um, doctor as well. And she was telling me about how when she sees new patients, it's about like a 90-minute consultation because she's literally going from – like birth your mom, like conceiving you all the way to like now. So what does your first time consultations look like when you? Yeah. And and here's the thing. Like, I I know that a lot of, um, you know, practitioners do that where they kind of go back to, you know, the original memory Mm -hmm. or that kind of thing that you can remember. And I think there's validity in all of it, but quite honestly, I don't go there. I let the patient kind of 
like direct where this is going to go because they tell you what's wrong with them. Yeah. They, they always tell you what's wrong with them. Yeah. And you just have to listen. And so I think that's like the big thing is like listening. And then, you know, there's like 10 basic questions in Chinese medicine that you ask. And so when you start to check in on different systems, you're usually going to get like a hit. Like somebody's going to like that woman said something and it triggered me to go, okay, well, when did this start? And okay, it started then. So what was going on then? Yeah. And it was really easy to kind of uncover the point of trauma instead of going, okay, well, when were you born? What was it like when your mother was right. pregnant for you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, that could, we might get into that later for other issues, but for this issue right now, this is where we had to start. Right. Wow. That's really, that story is really like powerful. Yeah. That's I, really cool. Like I said, there's some other nutty ones that I could, it just depends on where you want to go. But yeah. yeah it's, I love it. That's why I love what I do. I know. That's really cool. And you just like, you get to help people. I think that's, yeah. and that's why I love being a teacher is because like I'm helping these kids and I'm yes. helping shaping them. And right now we're just talking about some like very important things like nutrition and physical activity yeah. how important it is to do that now because you're setting up you develop habits yeah that's Big the time. biggest thing so it's really cool okay so this is one of the questions I always ask people when they come on my podcast but what is the one thing that keeps you balanced in life and I know that can be really hard to answer and sometimes we're unbalanced but what is like your main thing I think staying aligned with a purpose and so, um, you know, you can look at that as like goal setting or kind of like your life legacy, like what you're trying to do. And, um, you know, for me, I just feel like I have this one opportunity to live in the skin suit and I'm going to take my spirit for a ride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> so, okay. So what's, so then, you know, you just talked about alignment. So what's next for you, like with field hockey and stuff like that? I always... Love yeah, so I'm going to try out for the um, Pan Am Cup, which will be Ooh, in December. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So that will be with the U.S. Masters team. And then with Florida Field Hockey, we're just trying to develop it even further. So now we're in the two regions of Tampa and Orlando. Um, we've got some tournaments coming up. Oh, you're so busy. It's like, so fun. <laughs> I know, but you're, you're like awesome. And yeah. I just love that we got connected in that way because we were just talking about like when you're playing the game, you're just like – that's the, the zone and that's all you like that's all you're thinking about yeah. and like I'm so glad we share that passion so yeah. okay if someone is in the Orlando even St. Pete because I'm going to be traveling over here <laughs> definitely for sure um where can they find you like website yep. are you on social media that kind of thing I gave up social oh, in 2020 okay and I have to say I do encourage it because yes. it's it's really um I'll just tell you this quick story about that. Okay. So I gave it up for like a sober October thing. Mm -hmm. I don't have any other real vices. So I was like, oh, let me try to give this up. Gave it up. And then on October, no, I'm sorry, November 1st, I jumped back on. And I showed you the picture of me and my boyfriend. We had a great Halloween. I yeah. made our costume for like $8. Yeah. And it was really cute. And so we had a great time. I jumped on Instagram, and the first picture I saw was this gorgeous friend of mine who dressed up as Cruella DeVille, and she killed it. She yeah. looked so amazing. <laughs> and I'm looking at the picture. I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's so pretty. She did great. I love it. Uh, maybe I should send mine. And then I was like, oh, but mine's not like that. Yeah. And so you're taking somebody like me who's very confident, and I love this person, mm -hmm. and I was happy for her. But it sort of created this inferior complex. And I was yeah. like, I don't, if she had texted me that picture, I wouldn't have had that reaction. Right. So I was like, I don't want to do anything yeah. like this. Yeah. So I gave it up. Well, good for you. Yeah. That's awesome. But um, 
anyway, so if people want to find me, they can go to my website, which is amygendron.com. So A-M-Y-G-E-N-D-R-O-N.com. And you can find all the information there on Tipple. Yeah. And you have like a great site. Like Thank there's you. other podcasts on there yeah. that um, talk about it and a lot of... Um, not comments, the testimonies sure. that people um, put in there from coming to you. So that's really awesome. So thank you. Thank you so much thank for you. letting me come over and do an acupuncture session on me and of just course. kind of hanging out and catching up. So, all right, you guys, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening in. It means so much. I want to continue to encourage people with these conversations and help people live their life to the fullest. So if you know someone that could use encouragement, send it to them or tag me on social media and let me know what you think. I am so thankful for you and I can't wait until we talk again.